There is a voice inside of me that cannot be silenced. Hey, if you're tuned in, this is Dear Shamika, and I welcome you with open arms. Today's special guest is Ella Sheba Boyce, and we will be talking about toxic behaviors and how they impact our kids, y'all. Y'all don't want to miss it. Wipe your feet at the mat. Stay tuned. I welcome you. Great afternoon. Wonderful Wednesday. I hope you guys had an amazing Wednesday. Today is hump day and I'm so grateful for today. We made it almost through another work week, but now it is time to get to the real. Oftentimes we fall in a cycle of just existing and we're not really living. We're not really improving. We're not really growing and we're not looking at the things that we do that impact others. Now, a lot of us, when we think about life decisions, now some of us, I can say, I can say we think about our kids, but sometimes we don't think about how our actions impact our kids. So dating uh, the things we do, the things we say, how we respond in certain situations. A lot of times we silence kids and we say, oh, he's just a kid or oh, she's just a kid. And we really don't pay attention to our kids. We don't really love on our kids. Sometimes they're left to fend for themselves. And the truth of the matter is. Every adult was once a child. So a lot of the traumatic situations and a lot of the toxic behaviors that a child has been exposed to, they grow up to be adults that still hold on to all that hurt, that bitterness, that not having a sense of belonging, not feeling loved, feeling abandoned, hurt, disregarded. And a lot of times, like I said, we grow up, we're those kids. So we grow up to be adults and we harbor all those feelings. And then we deflect those feelings and then we have kids. They learn from us. They become the same adults that we are and it becomes a vicious cycle. We don't know the importance of building strong bonds and strong relationships with our kids. And we don't understand that we have the power to empower our children. But it starts with us, you guys. We silence kids. And I understand like kids ask a lot of questions. <laughs> I understand in some cases, you know, parents are tired. We work. We do things. I'm, I'm not a parent, so I'm speaking about the parents that I know. But we as adults, sometimes we are tired and sometimes we don't necessarily feel like, I guess, entertaining. But we have to realize it is our obligation to foster healthy self-images 
and foster healthy self-esteem in our kids because if we don't do it who will and those very kids will become adults who are broken are confused who are bitter and angry and they don't know how to balance life so i'm challenging you to be a better person even if you're not a parent and you're a mentor or you're just a, a person in general Kids are watching and kids are learning. So the things that you do around kids do impact them. So I'm so excited. We're going to go to a quick break. Going to listen to some music to get us turned up because I know you guys are relaxed from the day. You guys are tired. But as I stated previously, I'm also here to support you on your workout journey. So I have some music that I listen to and we're going to go to some music really quickly and then we're going to be back with our special guest Ella Sheba Boyce who is a parent she wants to make a difference she has boys and she know what it what's what it means to grow in a two-parent household and how to make things work so that it helps their kids to grow so i'm hopeful that you guys will learn a lot from this interview but let's go to a quick song hey what's up you guys we are back from our music break we got the beautiful miss ella sheba boys on here we just gonna call her sheba sheba say hey to the listeners hey okay hey, so, hey. <laughs> I'm so excited. So let me go ahead and let her, before we get into it, talk about her movement, which is called Uncaged. So uh, what Uncaged is, is basically, um, in a nutshell, is coming outside of a box that we were all taught that we're supposed to do things a certain way and it's supposed to be done by a certain time in your life and that's just really not the case and you can you can scale up at any time so uncaged is just hey breaking out of that that um mindset of that it has to be done this way when things can really be done at any time you can grow at any time in your life so um uncaged please support it because it's all for the greater good come on now Come on, sis. So, <laughs> yes, yes. So I'm so excited. Uh, as I stated previously, we want to get into toxic behaviors and how they impact our kids. So Ella Sheba or Sheba, when you think of what it means for parents to have or possess toxic behaviors, what does that look like to you? Um... Basically, um, you know, we know children are like a sponge. Um, they absorb things in their environment and not even knowing what they're doing. It's just an automatic, that's how they say, you know, raise a child as they should go. Um, so it's basically saying however they're developed when they're young, when their minds are able to be, you know, um, molded and and taught things uh children learn things so so fast and they're able to um 
absorb and learn. That's why if you want to teach a child a new language, you teach them at a young age and you you basically mold them how you want them to be and that's exactly probably what they're going to do. Now as you know, as people get older and they grow up and you know, get into their, themselves, then they may sway a different way. But most of the time, you can really mold a child at an early age. So whatever they're accustomed to in homes um, or whoever they're living with or in who they're around the most, you'll definitely see a copycat. Because, you know, children will repeat what you say. They'll repeat what uh, things that you do. Um, especially if they look up to you. So Mm -hmm. definitely anything that you do, they're watching and they're paying attention and it can affect them um, in positive ways and in negative ways. Okay, great answer. So something that I was thinking about today was what is the difference between disciplining your child and abusing your child? Because... I think there is a fine line, but a lot of us are not necessarily clear of, you know, what is what is over the line? Because like you said, a lot of us are sponges. So a lot of us do grow up doing the same things maybe that our parents did. So what may be abusive to one person may be normal to another because they grew up with it. So what is the difference between abuse and disciplining your child? Well, <clears throat> the way I grew up, if um, abuse could be, you know, not having um, a learning thing, anything to learn behind what you did. If if you're disciplined, there's a lesson to be learned. I whooped you or I punished you because, and you tell them you did this and you're not supposed to or I told you not to. And abuse is just straight doing harm to a child or anybody um with no reason Mm -hmm. like you there's no reason why you're hitting on a child um you know people starving children for no reason um what is the the purpose for them doing it so abuse and discipline is is very very different um and I feel like uh, discipline is a lot of times to be tough love. So it's like, you know, I told you not to do this, but you did it anyway. Now th- these are the consequences. So with um, with abuse, you never know why. It's, it's like because just because I'm going to beat you or I'm going to starve you or whatever. But it's, it's no reason um for doing that behavior when it comes to abuse discipline there's a reason that you're teaching them a lesson um you want them to not do something again you know and and that's how it works normally that's that's my opinion yeah and also how many kids do you have again so the listeners can you have three three boys Mm -hmm. three boys Mm -hmm. with you being a mother how do you communicate effectively with your boys? I have to get rough because <laughs> you know if I'm if I'm my normal you know calm self that they're not listening. 
So mm-hmm. I got to get stern and rough, rough and talk stern mm-hmm. with them in order for them to be like, oh, she's not playing now. <laughs> so, right. um, but other than that, you know, it's, it is boys. Um, they say boys and girls are different. Um, I think that is true. I think boys have a little harder head than girls. And it is some girls that may be, you know, stubborn and hard-headed as well. But for the most part, boys are a little uh, little unique, and you have to address it in a different manner. <laughs> mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what would you say is the difference between, because there is a difference, what's the difference between speaking at someone in a stern way and it coming off as a toxic or she yelling at me or I feel hurt. I feel disrespected. Like, how do you, how do you, um, stop yourself from going over the line? Like, is there a clear cut way to not come off as yelling or how does that work? Um, it just depends on, um, the parent and, and, what they feel is over the line because I know they test me and they take me to sometimes they can take me to another level so um, (laughs) it's like that nice thing is on out the door because it's like they'll they'll go so far and they'll be like oh she's not gonna do anything but then I have to flip mode on them and and (laughs) not not bust the rams I gotta bust the rams (laughs) (laughs) Hey, only the old heads know the young people are like, what? Bust the rest. Hello? (laughs) Look, you're not going to just, I'm not just going to let them run over me any kind of way. So it has to be, it it depends on the person. Mm -hmm. um, And a lot of parents have pressure, other pressures on them. So the way they react. It may not be what they want, the way they want to react, but at the time, that's how it comes out. And if you apologize and you just talk to them and let them know, look, look, I've told you several, several times not to do such and such, and that's why I went off so bad. Um, Next time, you know, Mm -hmm. you know what to do. Mm -hmm. So it, it just depends on... You know, because some, some of my days are, you know, a little rough. Some of them are not. So it my reaction may be different from day to day. Mm-hmm. And also, you brought up a good point. I think we have to realize just because a person hits a certain age doesn't take away the fact that they're human. But we exactly. also have to be open to learning from different people because our way may not be working. We may just be caught up in a cycle of, well, my mom did it like this or my dad did it like this, but it may not be working because at the end of the day, our kids are being impacted by it. And like you said, just because you discipline your children doesn't make, doesn't make you toxic. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't discipline their kids and, it's, and they don't turn out good either. So it's always good to kind of. I guess figure out what that fine line is, even if you have to talk to other people who you may admire in that area. Absolutely. Hey, you guys. So we're talking to Ella Sheba boys, but we're going to go to a quick commercial break and we will talk to you soon. 
Let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's get into this Kodak Black and Bum B Candy Paint on Dear Shamika, the podcast. Hey, you guys, we are back from break and I have uh, Ella Sheba. Boy, I'm so, I'm trying to get used to calling you Ella Sheba because I'm used to saying Sheba. So we have Sheba back with us and we've been talking about um, toxic, um behaviors that parents may possess and how to overcome those behaviors um a question i have for you is was becoming a parent a learning process for you or did it come naturally how was it it almost just came natural um and just going off of how i was raised by my mom um she was a single parent um and it just came natural those uh, motherly instincts they kick in um and you just go from there and it, it it's some things that she taught me that i probably didn't know and you know just learn from there okay what are some things that she taught you about being a parent um patience and you know just reminded like when when you're a new parent just like you go from just worrying about yourself to worrying about someone else and just reminding you um look you're not it's not you only anymore it's it's you and your child Mm -hmm. um and you have to think for uh like each situation that you're in you have to think what's best for my child Mm -hmm. you know and not just for yourself Mm mm-hmm has there ever been a time, and I can say there have been times, but a lot of people say, you can't say that because you're not a parent. You know, you just don't know. But the truth of re- the reality is I've been a child before, so I know things that have impacted me as a child. Are there situations that you've seen a parent um, be toxic towards their, their, their child? And how did those situations look? Like, could you give an example of a situation where you saw somebody, either they may be somebody you may know personally or somebody in passing that had toxic traits. And what did those traits look like? Um, one of the ones that I've seen before, you know, and probably in my 20s and, you know, but was more so when... Um, women who are maybe single parents um, have a strong dislike for the child's father Mm -hmm. and um, like bashing them. And so that is taught to the child. The child is uh, taught that maybe um, my dad or whoever, if it's vice versa, it may be a situation where the father has a child and the mother is, um, being bashed, but the the whole point is they learn they don't know that parent um, because they're not in their lives, so they're going off of what that that um, parent, the custodial parent, is telling them. Mm-hmm. And if if there's lies in, involved, that's very toxic because that child can develop. Um, uh, hate for that other parent that they don't even know mm-hmm. um, because based off of the opinion of the other, you know, the custodial parent. So 
that right there is one of probably one of the biggest of all times. Mm-hmm. Um, is it's almost like brainwashing a child to hate their parent. Yeah, because um, you didn't when work they don't out. even know uh, know them, and you know it's. It's not excuses, but there are excuses of why people are not in their children's lives. Um, everybody's not mentally strong to deal with that. That's not an excuse, but they feel like it's a valid excuse. But, you know, it's certain situations that may keep them from them as far as even the other parent, you know, having a strong malice and, and hate for that other um the other man. The other the other parents. So mm-hmm. it that definitely can affect the child big time. So that's one of the the ones that I've seen in action. Mm-hmm. Um, not not personally, but just people that I've um, met or uh, you know even family that I know. It it, it can hurt. It can hurt the child big time. Mm-hmm. I've seen it too. And for those of you who don't know what she's talking about, any of the parents that say, oh, you just like your daddy, you know, in reference to the kid doing something bad or breaking something, doing something wrong, you just like your mama or you just like your daddy. And it's a negative connotation coming behind that. That's bitterness. And there's something that shouldn't be done. That can be toxic and that can be carried with a child. We can instill hate in people. It may have been that, you know, it just didn't work out. Maybe that person isn't a good person, but it is up for you to let that child determine that for themselves as opposed to you putting it in their heads. Because at the end of the day, if you do that, either they'll be mad at that parent or they'll blame you for being the reason as to why they don't have a relationship with their parent. So I totally agree with you on that. Um, do you, so as far as you and your partner go, Sheba, are there any situations where you've realized toxic behaviors within yourselves? And if so, how did you address those behaviors and work through them for the sake of your kids? Well, um, sometimes, hold, hold. Oh, tell the baby, say, Hey, <laughs> You know that they all in the background. <laughs> so, so it's, I mean, a lot of the times parents, they may not know, but the child will let you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's some situations where, well, why you do, do that to me or why you were being mean to me or whatever. And um, that'll snap you out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, because like I said, we deal with things for, on a day-to-day basis. So it's not always going to be peaches and cream and that it's going to be, you know, a total blissful life. Mm-hmm. So when when things hit you, um, hit you hard, sometimes you take it out on your children and you don't mean to, but um, it happens. So mm-hmm. um, children definitely will help you address address that because they will they're very vocal um we teach our children to to lie about things just by saying you shouldn't say that but hey let them speak their mind Mm -hmm. because we need more people to speak their mind and 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 come on now about situations you you see what i'm saying hello 
Definitely. Yes, but okay, we're going to uh wrap this thing on up. I got one more thing. So mm-hmm. for the last closing remarks, what advice would you give to someone who feels they've been toxic towards their kids? They don't have because you said your mom played a a big uh role in in you being the parent that you are to your children. So what you, would you say to someone who doesn't have a mother or father that's here to help and support them to becoming a better parent or somebody that may have been raised in a toxic household and doesn't know how to be supportive of their kids in a impactful way without being toxic? What would you say to them? Well, uh, there are things, um, you know, it may be some groups out there where, parents or you know individuals can reach out um there's always resources um you know i'm not saying you can google everything but let me tell you google hey it can be your best friend um it can also be your enemy hey you paranoid but i'm just saying if you if you can kind of decipher between the two um and then just learning from people um you know your circle, whoever you know has children, may be like, look, I got this situation, um, you know, with my child, what would you do or have have that ever happened? Because let me tell you something, if you get a group of women in a room and, and they tell you about their children, a lot of times those behaviors are going to be kind of the same. So we've been through some stuff. They may be different individual children. But some of those uh, behaviors as children are kind of replicated through house from house to house. So if somebody that had an experience that you've had, um, and it could be either worse or, or not as bad. So mm-hmm. definitely um, reaching out to other women. Um, you know, they have groups of women that, you know, they try to help other women mm-hmm. get through certain things with uh, if they're dealing with, with their children. So, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, and read, you know, reading that people tell their stories in different ways. So, mm-hmm. like I said, you can, you can find resources of how to address certain things. And whatever is comfortable with you, it still falls on your inner gut and what you feel like is the best approach for you and your your family. Mm -hmm. I think uh, my takeaway from what you said is really remain teachable. Oftentimes I hear a lot of people saying, well, that's my kid. That's my child, which, you know, I understand that. But keep an open mind when it comes to growing people. Just because it's your way of doing things doesn't mean it may be the best way. It's always room for growth. No matter how old you get, it's always room for learning. You rather learn while they're kids than they grow up into those adults that you say, where did I go wrong? You know what I mean? So don't have regrets. Even if a, a kid doesn't turn out how you want them to be, at least you can say, you know what? I did my best in, in raising them and, you know, I love them. So Sheba, I'm so thankful for you. Thank you. Sheba will be on here more. You are absolutely welcome. And also, you guys, don't forget what is the name of uh, your movement, Sheba? 
Uncaged. Uncaged the mind. Come on, people. Come on, people. Y'all can look her up on YouTube. Do you have any more outlets? I'm sorry. I didn't mean YouTube. Facebook. Do you have Instagram, any more outlets? Instagram. She yes. has a apparel. It's beautiful. So you guys check her out. Thank you, Sheba. And we're going to go to a song and then we're going to wrap things up. Bye. Right. I don't know what I'm saying. Bye, y'all. I'll talk to y'all soon. <laughs> Bye, Sheba. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Let's get into a quick break with Big Crit Crit here. Stay tuned, dear Shamika, the podcast. Hey, what's up? How are you guys doing? Before I do anything, let me give a shout out to my mother, my cousin Greg, rest in peace, and my aunt Gail. Happy, happy birthday, and happy birthday to anyone that was born in June. Now, let's get into this music. Let's get into this ADHD with Kendrick Lamar on Dear Shamika, the podcast. Today's lyrical breakdown. Drika by Kevin Gates. So that is it. So I will be breaking down the lyrics from Drika by Kevin Gates next week. I'm going to give you guys time to reflect on the lyrics and give you my perspective on how I feel about the lyrics. I'll see you guys or talk to you guys next week, next Wednesday, same time. Thank you for listening to Dear Shamika, the podcast. And you have an amazing rest of your day, an amazing rest of your week, and a happy Juneteenth to everybody. Love you to life.